0: Happy New Year and welcome back to the Human Exception. This week, Courtney gets into the disturbing trend of cold plunges and Nathan talks about some some Christmas traditions in Venezuela and the Philippines. Expect foul language and questionable medical and health advice from sketchy online gym bros. Let's get ready for another Human Exception.
1: Oh, I got a, I got a couple things, and
0: oh, sorry. Wait, wait, I guess weren't we? I was.
2: Never Courtney was going to go, go next with her, her yes. unusual feeling. Do does uh, does Nathan want to go? Doesn't yours kind of fit with this, Nathan?
0: Well, mine will be its own episode, just because oh, I talked okay. together Yeah. So That's your fair. yours
2: two will probably put together based on the length. Dope. I'm not going to talk very long. I'm just going to talk very angry. I feel. Okay. No, all right. Well, you
1: can talk. You can talk angry, and then we can oh, go into weird, you. weird stuff.
2: Um, so growing up, I always remembered seeing these wild commercials, um, for the polar plunge. Have you guys heard of polar plunges? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's it's usually a thing where it's like it's supposed to be like a fun thing. Where you are raising money, you jump into a cold body of water and then you pop out, and you're like, Yay. And I sometimes like people will dress up in costumes to do it. Like, they generally happen around Christmas time, uh, at least where I grew up. Um, it they, they still do them here, and they do them in Canada, all over North America, and it's usually done in the New Year. In the UK, they do it around Christmas time. Um, My grandfather has done polar plunges before he passed. And I always remember hearing about it and watching people do it on TV and going, why the fuck would you do that? (laughs) Yes, that is my feeling about it. Right. Why the fuck would you do that? Like, it just seems like such a wild thing to even propose to do. Um and I never understood, like, just as a sidebar, when it comes to, like, raising money for charity, I never understood why people had to, like, sell chocolate bars or do, like, a a walkathon or something. It's always, They always want to make you do something strenuous, dangerous, or humiliating in order to raise money for something. Like, you can only get this donation for someone who is suffering if you also suffer in some way. And it just seems... Wildly unhinged to me. Mm-hmm. I think
0: it's just to draw the spectacle is to draw attention to get more people to donate. Maybe it's fucking weird
2: and I don't like it. Like, just, <laughs> just be able to tell the people about, like, hey, this terrible thing is happening in this place. We should fix it. And people should be like, oh, yeah, no, we should totally fix that and have some money. How can yeah, I help? You're expecting people to have morals. Yeah. You know, as I get older and more autistic, uh, I understand people less and less. <laughs> um yeah so uh polar plunges uh like this have been like i said a tradition in north america it's like an a- organized activity since at least the 1900s um but also there has been a claim that there is um like a long-standing tradition in polar plunges and like ice baths and i have seen More and more ads on my Instagram or, like, fitness influencers on Instagram and the internet in general um, promoting uh, ice baths and cold therapy. Um, I saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it gets good. So I've seen people who will, like, buy an old freezer off of Craigslist to retrofit it so that they can have it be an ice bath that they can use at home. Because it's cheaper. Because it's cheaper. It gets so much worse, Kayla. It's cheaper than buying a three to $600, and um, that's on the cheap end, barrel or tub that you would then fill with ice water to plunge yourself into. And this isn't like a quick like in and out plunge. This is like, like, I have not yet, this is where it gets dangerous for me. Um, I have not yet seen anything where it puts a limit on how long you should be in said ice bath. When people talk about this, they're just like, oh, I start my day with a fast and then I go straight into I fast until I get into my ice plunge and I'll do my ice plunge routine and then start my day. And it gives me all of these health benefits.
0: No. why? <laughs> yeah. But so, know,
1: I've heard of people like I've got I've got friends who will wake up to a cold shower because they feel like it's invigorating and that's fine. Yeah, but like an ice plunge seems
2: these excessive. And that's the other thing, is a lot of these too will say like, oh, it's a it's an ice bath. And so there's no that I have seen, like I've kind of run through some of these websites and some of these posts. I find the posts the most dangerous, right? Um, like on Instagram. Because when we're on Instagram and we're scrolling, we're expecting to have an idea of what's going on, or at least that's how I understand and consume my media on Instagram. I expect to have a overlooking synopsis of everything in a decent amount of time, right? I'm also someone who will then look these things up later. Not everybody does that. So you have Mm -hmm. people who are seeing people do these ice plunges and copying exactly what they do with no guidelines. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I have two of these posts here. So here's one where it's just an ice bath timeline. uh, So that you too can have, come on, copy, please. So that you, too, can have these wonderful benefits that are obviously very good for you. Motherfucker. Can I drag <laughs> and drop? Can I drag and drop? Drag uh-huh. and drop? No, I can't uh-huh. drag and drop. Why won't you let me do things? One note hates me. Um, Give me two seconds while I one note. Uh... Here we go. Let's see if that one works. So here's an ice bath timeline. I'm not, like you can, should I tell them where it is? I don't know. Uh, there's, it's from Instagram from um someone who promotes these ice baths. Um, And it says, how long before exposure benefits begin? Oh my God. So 10 seconds, it says your nervous system changes to fight or flight. Uh, between 10 and 45 seconds, you have uh, norepinephrine and dopamine increase. Oh, I'm sorry. It says notepronephrine. So I don't know if that's supposed to be the same as norepinephrine, but it's notepronephrine here, which I have honestly never heard of. It might be real. Let's look it up. Notepronephrine. Can I even spell it wrong? Note pine. No, it's not a thing. They've misspelled it on their graphic. Good job, (laughs) Wads. Good, good. Good
1: start. Uh,
2: So then they say after 45 seconds, your breathing and heart rate stabilizes. After a minute, your metabolic rate increases by 350%. uh, And after three minutes, cold thermogenesis activates. Now, I would like to say automatically, if you are misspelling a chemical, uh, what is this? It's a hormone. Uh, in, in your in, before you do anything else, Um no, no. Like if I am if I am promoting something that's supposed to be a physical or scientific based thing, like a medicine thing, if I'm misspelling something, fucking don't pay attention to me.
0: But what the is thing no one no notice that? The I didn't that
2: notice it like the, the first time
0: would notice it.
2: Yeah. Also, this username is very not sketchy. It is Peak Fitness Two Four Seven Gym underscore Packenham. <laughs> packenham. Packenham. It has one comment. Uh, the commenter has the exact same uh, icon. What's it called? Profile picture as the other one, and it says promote it on at Mental Health underscore Family One Hundred Percent. Oh, wow. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The other one I found was the top 10 benefits of ice baths. This one really makes me angry. Um, This one is, this man says he's a doctor. I don't know. I don't know if he is. Um, He is verified. His username is Dr. John something or other. Um, And it has all of these quote unquote benefits of ice baths. Um, when you click on this, uh, I'm, I'm doing air quotes, doctor's uh, Instagram page, he's just trying to sell you different products, including his own, um, like gym workout session stuff. He has no evidence given. He has not linked a single study, he has not pointed you towards anything uh, that like verifies this information he just has a very nicely done infographic that bothers me because it has number 10 at the top and number one at the bottom um number one being boosts immunity and i feel like in an age of covid yeah uh, a is a very targeted thing um
0: the
2: website the is public... also like a gross Jimbro web- website it isn't it is just a gross Jimbro website i don't It gave me a headache to look at. I just got really upset looking at it, like because you click on it, and I'm like, "Oh, maybe Lincoln Bio will have more information about these ice ice baths." And it's just a Jim Bro website. It takes you straight to his like sign up now for my Jim Bro shit. And uh, I'm not for this. Um, So some of the comments uh, I actually uh, appreciate. So um, someone says reduces brown fat? Question mark? Question mark? Because that's one of the, the the studies here. Cold response. Cold exposure is supposed to do the opposite because in animals who live in Arctic conditions such as uh, narwhals, orcas, other whales, seals, uh, they actually have a higher quantity of brown fat. And there's two differences between them off the top of my head because I didn't do the research. I don't remember. I believe brown fat is for more long-term storage versus uh, the other kind of fat, which I think is supposed to be white fat, which is supposed to be for less long-term. Anyway. Uh, so (laughs) that's concerning. Um, also someone says, can you buy a link to the article? I can't even seem to find it. Hmm. Oh, good. So bravo to those two people. Um, so yeah, so there has been a huge uptick in cold therapy. Um, me personally, as someone who deals with chronic inflammation, uh, I am a fat person, uh, I have a lot of these mental health illnesses that they say will help with this. Uh, when when you tell me like you could fix this with an ice bath, my immediate response is a, f- a fucking hard no. Um, <laughs> a fucking hard no. Just from existing, right? Like I have had, uh, I've been diagnosed with my autoimmune disease for coming up on 14 years now. Um, I can tell you from my very unscientific study of just existing in my body for the past decade and a half, that cold does not make me feel better. <laughs> um, so they claim that that these cold baths can actually help with inflammation, uh, reduce inflammation. Some places say that it can, including this infographic, that it can reverse chronic inflammatory diseases. I can tell you with 100% certainty as someone who with a chronic disease, with chronic inflammation, who lived in the Arctic... Uh, that I feel my absolute fucking worst in the winter months when it is fucking cold outside. <laughs> yep. Um just off the bat, like it does not make my inflammatory disease feel any better. Me being cold is probably like when I feel my absolute worst. Now, do I use what they call consider cryotherapy? When I have an acute inflammation episode, like, for instance, if I have an acute inflammation or flares, I call them, in my wrist, sometimes I will put uh, an ice pack on it, but I put that ice pack on it for a very brief amount of time in the scheme of things, and it's not to my whole body as a a regimen, right? Like, that is not helpful. <laughs> yeah. It just isn't. Um. The other thing is the studies that I found so I did try and find some studies uh, that were like linked to this, every single every single time, I found like these studies where they're doing this cold water swimming or cold water baths. They were all done on healthy people. Mm. So. Sure.
1: Probably athletes, athletes, yes.
2: Athletes are usually doing this. Like, athletes will do this after a strenuous, like, training session as a way to cool down and, like, help with any, like, injury-related inflammation or sports-related inflammation. And then they're saying, oh, this could obviously be helpful for people with autoimmune disease. And I have found no study that will, like, help with that. Like, I I looked. I looked – four things could not find it um the other one was like i think the other thing i found was um they say that it's supposed to help with depression i've only Mm. found two studies um that they talked about in in the main article that i found on this it was on i think it's um it wasn't wim Hof's. he's his own fucking thing and i'll get to him in a minute um I'm not going to do a whole big thing on him because uh, Behind the Masters already did and they did a really good job. Um, So I'm just going to tell you to listen to that because it's way better than anything I could ever do. Oh, I'm sorry. This was from Healthline.com. So they said that it is not a cure for any mental health condition, but certain studies suggest that it could help alleviate symptoms of depression and anxiety in some people. And they base this off of One case study where a single person, a woman who had had depression and anxiety since she was 17, and then seven years after her initial diagnosis, she started doing weekly open water swimming. And it said that it helped her so much that she got to stop taking her depression medication. Now, bravo for her. My question is, is it really the fact that it's cold water? Or to
0: is it
2: that she right? It's it's is is it the cold water that's doing it, or is it the exercise? Is it the cold yeah, water that's doing it, or is that forcing her to get out of her home and interact with people that is elevating her? Right, and like I will never like if something works for you, I'm really happy for you. Like that's wonderful, um, but don't <laughs> don't try and make one woman's case study with. Like a thing. Like that's not a thing. That's not how science works. You could look into it more. Physical activity does increase
0: endorphins and stuff as well. So like Yeah. Yeah.
2: The other study that is mentioned here, researchers found that a program of short, twice daily cold showers. Now I I don't remember if I found this study or not. It's linked here, but like it it's not very clearly outlined. Um it said that it decreased depressive symptoms. But it is important to note that none of the participants in the study have been diagnosed with depression.
1: Huh. Oh, good.
2: So why are you making those claims? Right. Yeah. The other thing is that it's supposed to help with back to the immune system. It's supposed to help with your immune system. It's supposed to help with produce more anti-inflammatory chemicals. I would just like to point out that as someone with rheumatoid arthritis, I've already told my little testimony, um, you would think that if living in cold environments would be better for your or like if there was like some kind of like anti-inflammatory property to living in cold environments, that Nordic people wouldn't suffer more from RA than other people, which is definitely the case like there are yeah. studies that have been shown people in nordic countries are more likely to have autoimmune diseases so if <laughs> if living in a cold place means that i can deal with it easier why am i having it more that seems strange to me for some reason yeah um yeah there's also like studies saying that you're supposed to be able to lose weight more more easily if you are uh, like doing these cold water immersions, but they haven't really found any like proof to that. Like, it seems strange to me. Um, a lot of these also don't necessarily talk about like the temperature ranges. So, like some places say, like oh, like here's Healthline does have it. So Healthline says add ice ice to to water until it's between fifty and fifty nine degrees Fahrenheit. And don't be in there for longer than 10 to 15 minutes. And and that's about it. But like.
0: The whole like weight loss thing is ridiculous. It's like, yeah I think initially once you get cold. Your body's going to start burning. Calories like to try it, and keep you warm. But they will also right. then put you to sleep eventually. Once it's realizing it's not succeeding.
2: Yeah well and like. I don't know like. <laughs> like it's okay to be fat too right. Like it's okay yeah. to have. Have that that on you like it and if you're living in a colder environment like my other thing is if your body thinks that you're in a colder environment where you need more fat and you have to burn more fat when you're consuming things wouldn't your body be replacing that fat
0: because it has a higher
2: metabolism like it would burn through the food you're eating but then also like it's like oh man we're at our fat storage like I'm not a nutritionist I'm not a doctor like I don't know obviously like I haven't been quote-unquote successful with with weight loss but like just from my perspective and my understanding of what I've, I've learned like why why would that make sense like unless you were constantly putting yourself in such a deficit that like you were losing a ton i don't know it's it seems fucking fishy to me
0: yeah i i, I have a lot of questions about that yeah um really unhealthy.
2: so this yeah, is
1: there's, uh, there's an article in the the national library of medicine that sort of covers this as well which
2: yeah i'm i'm in uh, that right now which one is it
1: um yes yes the health effects of voluntary exposure to cold water yeah
2: yeah so scientific evidence-based hydrotherapy on various systems of the body like they do say like oh yeah it sounds like um it sounds like if you are um if you are in some of these like yeah some of some of the stuff will will raise like some of your your hormones will raise it's supposed to like increase your um what was it one of the creat- not creatines it's there's a chemical that i have too much of that i need to kill and i can't remember what it's called anyway um it, it's supposed to help, like, change your your immune response so that you have less of a certain chemical in your body and, like, that you're not producing it as often and it should help with inflammation. Um, it's supposed to be, like, good for your nervous system because it can block um, certain receptors and help, like, change like your perception of pain it's supposed to help with disability just okay this one right here and this i think it's the same article that nathan just linked yeah um it's like decreases disability if you do these chi exercises in cold water what the fuck does that mean <laughs> yeah. Forty sessions yeah. of I Chi Aquatic Exercise Program improves pain, spasms, disability, fatigue, depression, and autonomy in patient with multiple sclerosis. What? You know what we say about heroes, right? <laughs> I don't like it. Like, I just don't like it. It makes me it's and also the fact that it is being Anytime anything is picked up and touted by like um like fitness influencers, I'm immediately sus. Immediately. Yeah. Maybe it's because I had a bad uh, interaction recently with someone who was t- technically a fitness influencer, or like I've just been listening to too many shows for too long, but it just feels like a grift every single time. Now, the biggest yeah. grifter, in my opinion, allegedly, uh, is Wim Hof. So he's been the guy who has really kind of brought this to. Uh, Hollywood, which you know how we love that grift. Um, mm. So he he says that there's a bunch of different health benefits to being cold in cold water and exposing your body to the cold, including speeding up your mat- your metabolism, reducing inflammation, swelling, and in sore muscles. Um, it's also he says that it's linked to improved quality of sleep, focus, and improved immune response. Um, He says that people who follow his method have higher energy levels and release of symptoms caused by autoimmune diseases. Um, I feel like a lot of it is placebo, but that's just my opinion. Um, So when Wim Hof Wim, which is wild name, he, he's done like different cold water exercises for a very, very long time. he, Supposedly holds records in like underwater cold swimming and stuff. Um, if you listen to the Behind the Bastards podcast with Robert Evans, he debunks most of these claims of fame that Wim has. Um, and it's absolutely wild to listen to. Like, this guy says that, um, he was able to like, he tried to like scale um, Everest. And just like a t shirt and shorts and flip flops, I think. And he had to stop because, um, it like he had a, a foot injury. So then he like put on shoes, uh, like just some sandals and then had to put on boots because he had to do crampons. I feel like, um, he got bitch slapped by Everest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he also says that he's one of the fir- like only people to have climbed Count Kilimanjaro without wearing, like, shoes or cold weather gear, but that's also not true. <laughs> um, he's just a grifter. He's just, he, for some reason, he, he loved being in cold water. He loved being cold and being famous about being cold. Um, and he's made this, like, a thing. He's He has a book called Becoming the Iceman that he wrote about himself. He has his Wim Hof cold water plunge method that he has pushed. Um, but he in my opinion, from what I have seen, does not make sure that people are doing this in a safe way. So one of the things that can happen when you immerse yourself in cold water um, is that your heart can just, like, stop. Especially if you have an underlying heart condition. Especially if that heart condition is not really, like, a problem unless you are submerged in ice water. Um, And several people have died uh, with these methods that he has promoted. So he not only is promoting, like, putting himself into an ice bath or a cold pool, but he wants you to do these hyperventilation exercises while you're doing it, which just aggravates, like, your natural body's response. Because when you're cold, it says, even in their little, the little, like, infographic that I shared, uh, when you do this, your body kind of goes into a um, fight or flight response, and that may involve hyperventilation. For up to 45 seconds after you get in the pool. And so what can happen is. These people will be in the cold. Be doing these hyperventilating. uh, Breathing exercises. Pass out and drown.
0: And it's wild. So apparently. Ono Ross and Carey Has done a thing with one of his seminars. And. Very shady. Also someone else pointed out. His entire like. Thing is pretty much an MLM structure. Oh, a thousand percent structure to then train other people. Yeah. 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 No, people think
2: sketchy. It's all sketchy. It's all sketchy and it's all weird. Like, if I have to pay to buy a, an ice barrel to sit in, and like I have like, here, here's one of the ice barrels icebarrel.com. Can't buy it because it's owned. $1,200 US ice barrel. Oh, I'm sorry. What yeah. $1,200. What? For Whoa. the it's ice cold barrel, cold $400. Cold. So you could fully submerge yourself. It's a 42-inch tall barrel. It looks like an old-timey wine barrel. Yeah. But it's ugly as shit. It looks really uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. And that's for 40 cold water in
2: it. People love this shit. People eat this shit up. They're all over it. Here's one where a woman took, like, a fucking... You can tell in the picture. She... She full-on bought a freezer to fill with ice water to keep it cold. Um, I just, like, and this thing skyrocketed during um, COVID lockdowns as well, right? Like, I'm sure the immunity, like, claims have really pushed that, right? It's, it's sketchy. It's not, it's not a safe thing to do. Um, And and, like there's no actual like steady guidelines from place to place on what you should be doing. This is not scientifically backed by most people. Like they're like, oh, studies have shown, but it's not like studies have shown that if I buy your ice tub or any ice tub or a freezer and fill it full of ice water and sit in it for how long are people sitting in it? Some people sit in it for a long time. Like Wim Hof like makes a big deal about how long he can be in the water and makes it like a challenge almost. So people want to be like him because he's like 70 and rips and skinny and does these ice things and promotes himself as like this great athlete. And so they're like, oh man, I'm gonna fucking sit in there until I'm dead like Wim does. No, don't do Um, that, please.
0: I found two claims with him that are not related to the ice water thing. One is that his breathing makes blood alkaline. Yep. And that holding your breath gets rid of cancer cells. So,
2: yeah, yeah that's not that true.
0: This guy at the stake.
2: You can. So, like, the thing with making your blood more alkaline, technically, you could make your blood more alkaline for a short period of time. If you have a higher concentration of, I believe, it's CO2 in your blood, it can be, for a time, slightly more alkaline. But you're not going to have, like, suddenly alkaline blood because you do his breathing methods and you're just forever alkaline, forever young. Um yeah. Like there are no there are no like a doctor is not per- going to prescribe this to you as like like beyond like a maybe like an ice bath for like uh, an athlete who's ripped something or like is doing a, like that's been a thing for a while and fucking fine. But average Joes like us, like no one is prescribing ice baths on the daily who isn't a fucking quack. Like why would you do that? And there's no guidelines, activities. That's just, it's why it's all about making money. And if you look at it, if anything you're doing is just about making money, if they're just trying to sell you something, automatically be extra suspicious yeah automatically absolutely. if you do choose to do something like this right um like make sure you have a buddy at least like have someone watching you in case you do have this shallow water blackout that's when like you're doing the hyperventilating exercises and then it causes you to black out and then you fall face four in the water and drown like make sure you have someone keeping an eye on you Um, don't do it by yourself. Don't do it home alone. If you live alone, don't do it at all. Maybe just don't do it at all. Maybe just go on a nice, like I saw some things people were saying, like you could get a similar um, benefit from walking in like just a cold environment. Like if you live in the Pacific Northwest or any northern, northern hemisphere during the winter, just go outside for a walk. Go for a forest bath. That has actually been shown to help you with shit. Do that. Go walk in the woods. Touch some fucking grass. <sighs> Don't buy a
0: tub. I found a, sorry, I found a study about the cold thing. It says which that one? No significant difference was found between two subjects, indicating that a lifestyle with frequent exposure to extreme colds does not seem to affect BAT activity, oh. which is the brown fat activity. The brown fat.
2: Yeah. No. It. Yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't make you. It doesn't make you leave, lose your fat.
0: Also, there's a, apparently there's this whole doctor. who has got this whole thing we picks apart. This fucker.
2: Yes. Oh mm-hmm. man, I'm telling you. Um, I am. I was going to just go into to Wim Hof, and then I just found myself listening to the Behind the Bastards podcast. And I don't know how we feel about just plugging another podcast, but it's legitimately one of my favorites. And um, I've like, really listened to really him, I about him a lot too. So oh, I adore I, him. I He's, trust y'all's he, opinions. He's amazing, like he he really does do, do his research. i don't I think on the website they have a place where you can go and look at all his stuff. He quotes like he does a bunch of research. He doesn't just I'm not the best researcher for our podcast. I will admit. I forget to look things up. I don't spend as much time. Robert puts like actual effort into his research. He's a journalist um and he's funny as hell, and he's like a better a better millennial like we are, and I love him. Robert Mike one millennial. way come <laughs> be a better millennial with us robert we'll have a better bitter millennial podcast but yeah like people die of all. like there was a, a woman too who was um in england who was doing a cold water submersion thing with people around um in a river like it was like a like a class that she had signed up for and she died. And part of it was because they didn't expect her to have this reaction and when they went try to get her out, they couldn't pull her out physically because they like she was she was like me, she's a bigger woman and like they just couldn't pull her out of the water and she drowned. Oh shit. Yeah. So yeah. Um hot tubs are better. Uh although you can cook yourself in a hot tub too.
0: There's I think there's a lot more scientific evidence between behind warm water being helpful.
2: I know that um like my grandmother who has diabetes actually had a hot tub prescribed to her for her her uh her diabetes. So yeah, no, it's it's definitely like like this whole thing is definitely like the ice plunge thing is definitely like an uh an alpha male manosphere. Yeah, it's like if this thing was real and this thing was
0: actually helpful, there'd be so many medical studies into it. But the fact that you're scrounging to find anything about it and there's only like it, one or two studies that's supposedly supportive that are really fucking sketchy and don't have a proper sample size.
2: They're very like, specifically for athletes. Very specifically, yeah. not for average people. And they're like it's one of those things like so <laughs> having having not written published papers, but having written scientific papers for school and knowing like the requirements for them, it's very much a, I am told I have to say how I can make this study relate to something else so that I can try and get more funding later is what it feels like to me and less of like an actual breakthrough, Yeah. right? Because we have to also have to remember that even though we like to think of science as being kind of enshrined in ethics and morality and away from capitalism, science takes money to fund and like you have to fight tooth and nail to get any kind of funding and if if your study doesn't produce results that your funders maybe are looking for you will not get funding in the future yeah and we have to remember that too when we're reading things and so always make sure if you're looking at things that you go to to the primary source that you're looking at who is funding things and that you're aware of whatever agenda they may or may not have in funding that thing. Like a lot of environmental studies get funded by gas companies, petrol companies. Um, yeah. They say it's so that they can help do good and find alternative ways, but you better bet your bottom dollar that if it shows something that they don't like, that it's not getting funding in the future. Anyway, uh, it's, it's just all sus. It's just a big sus pool as uh, <laughs> Swoop would say. I watched her recently, and so I can't stop saying cesspool. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Just be warm. No. It's Christmas time. Sit inside. Eat those cookies. Drink your hot wine. We love mm. a good hot wine. Hot wine. Mm. Hot wine. Snuggle your cats who eat things.
3: Hmm. Stupid cats.
0: Yeah, well, that's uh, yeah, that that that's fine.
2: And if you want to do a polar plunge, like fucking go do a polar plunge, raise some money for a charity. That's lovely. They have paramedics standing on by on purpose, right? Like that's fine. And you don't have to be (laughs) naked or nearly naked
3: to do that. Anyway, all
2: right. I hate being cold. (laughs) Me too. It's bad. It started snowing yesterday. Like our snow is gone, thank God. But like I could I'm I am the old woman who can feel when it's snowing in her bones and it is not fun.
0: I like snow, so I always feel bad. It's like, Oh the snow's so great and like, Oh,
2: Courtney's hating this right now. Courtney is <laughs> hating life right now. Courtney is I'm I was gonna move to California and then I met Jake.
0: So you moved to Canada, <laughs> and dead. then I
2: moved to Canada, and at least I live in like the warmest part of Canada you can live in. But fuck my life, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, still yep. an
2: upgrade from uh, Alaska, I'm sure. It's but. definitely better than Alaska, man. They had a full on blizzard like the first week of October, and I was like, "This is why I moved." <laughs> I'm watching I my didn't. friends. were are like, we haven't had power in a week. And I'm like, ah, ha, 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 ha. I'm outside in a t-shirt. Bye. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, Nathan. All right. So uh, who had roller skates
1: as being an important part of Christmas on their bingo card?
3: No. Because nope. I sure didn't. Um, so, in my
1: search for weird things, or just, like, things that different cultures do during, uh, like, different, uh, traditions, um, I stumbled across... A Venezuelan tradition where people roller skate to Christmas mass.
3: Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Interestingly, like, obviously there are,
1: uh, there are a bunch of other things that, that I kind of came across a lot of the stuff we, um, you know, we've covered in the past, uh, like I did, I did Chinese Santa last year. Um, you know, we just covered Krampus. We uh, the Krampus. Earlier... Sorry, we we touched on. You just touched on Krampus. Yeah. <laughs> um. And I did the Yule ads and the Yule cat uh, a couple of years back, and I'm still finding more
3: things. That happened. Um, so, uh, this time around,
1: I found out that it is a popular thing
3: in Venezuela to roller skate to mass. Now, the night before. Um, Christmas Mass. People strap on their um skates? their roller
1: skates. Jesus, I lost the word. Uh, their roller skates, and um, they basically skate throughout the night. Um, and it is a huge party from like basically dinner till five o'clock in the morning when they all roll up to the church in their skates and do like early morning mass. All right. Yeah. Um and the funny thing is is that there is otherwise roller skates are not a thing generally in Venezuela. It doesn't really people don't generally use them, but as soon as Christmas comes around everyone pulls out the the roller skates and the place turns into basically a giant roller rink and you'll have like snakes of 12 to 15 people going down the streets and people will be hanging out their balconies watching everyone roller skate around and having a blast like even to the point where there's a tradition where young kids who can't be part of the festivities will like, tie a really long string around their toe and let it dangle for uh roller skaters to like go by and like tug on. Okay, um, just to be like part of the festivities, there's no real rhyme or reason to it. It's just hey, we're part of the festivities, like, notice that we're here and we're supporting you, kind of thing. Um, and so, so talking about it. Uh, a lot of the locals were like, "Well, it was never really a thing. Um, it doesn't happen year round. It only happens um, on like the week, the ten to uh, ten nine or ten days leading up to Christmas." Um, and you know, they just people go skating all night until five or six in the morning when they go to like the the early morning mass um and it generally wasn't it, and it was a it was one of those things that started um in the 50s so during the the like golden era of like roller rinks in the US mm-hmm. so like from the 40s to the late Late fifties, um, and the the thought behind it is that when, um, when the communist government at the time was overthrown in uh, in fifty two, and the relationship between Venezuela and the U.S. started to expand, the there was some of that like cultural imprinting. Um, mm-hmm. That they're like, oh, this is really neat. And Americans like have millions of these fucking things all over the place. We should try it. And then it just sort of stuck as a, as like a Christmas thing. Um, and it became like a main, uh, a Christmas tradition for these folks. Um, random. Yeah, it's, it's super random. Um, and when like, <laughs> it's, it's funny because like, uh most it happens around the larger cities so like um like Caracas uh and their their neighboring city um and so they each each city also has like their own individual indigenous um songs that they sing while they're skating around and as a group and so sometimes like each city's songs will, will be found being sung by people in the other city. Um, and, like, most people will, will be cheering and, like, singing along. But if the other city's song is being heard, there are some people that'll just, like, quiet down and they won't cheer and they'll just, like, let it play out until it's time for, like, their song to come up again. Um, and this very specifically, uh, someone was like, oh, well, there's a bit of a rivalry between our two cities. And it's, like, mainly around baseball. So they know that this is their song. And they will not sing for our song. And then the same will happen in our city. <laughs> so it's, like, it's just, like, everyone's having fun. And then another city's song will pop up. And everyone's just, like, yeah, okay, we're still going to have fun. But we're not really going to, like, sing it. We're just going to let those those people who started the, the other song... You know, do their thing for a bit and then we'll just, you know, take over. <laughs> um, okay. I thought it was just funny that it came down to sports basically. Um, and always like does. nothing, nothing, um, yeah, it always does. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it, really that's just kind of like a fun little, little bit that I found out. Um, it, it's one of those things that over the like the last, uh, maybe 10 to 15 years has become less and less common because violence in Venezuela has been escalating because of like political unrest and and so on. People still do it, but it's less popular. Um, and it's still happening obviously in the, the poorer communities, um, because they have a larger sense of sense of community they know each other all the kids know each other all of the older folks know each other Mm -hmm. um and they still trying to like secret away their their traditions um even though there's like fighting in the major centers so yeah i just thought that was kind of neat to uh
3: to come across uh and the other thing that i um
1: that I found, which was kind of cool, was um,
3: the Parol celebrations, and this is a
1: like a unique Filipino celebration that happens um, over Christmas, where it's kind of started out as. Similar to, like, the Japanese lanterns. Um, Originally, they actually would use, like, the same kind of paper that, um, that were used to create the Japanese lanterns. Um, But it's, they're usually, they're called perils. And they were mostly, like, green at the beginning. They're, like, green little stars that were meant to Signify the, um, uh, the star that led the the wise men to Jesus, essentially. Um, and over time, the perils have become more and more um, elaborate and exotic. And
3: let me let me show you.
0: Yeah, I was say? Do you have any pictures?
3: I do. I'm a visual learner.
2: Ooh, I love yeah.
3: pictures. Oh, super cool!
1: Um, wow. And every year that they they make these things, and it is it's sort of a celebration um, that happens in the Philippines. Um, they're not exactly um for exactly where they where it started, but uh, the our original Simple Design is
3: accredited to Francisco Estanislo. Estenil... Sh- chuck it in the say. chat, and I'll try I it. I will. Yeah,
2: Estanislo. Estanislo. Okay, there you go.
3: Um, He was an
1: artisan from... Papanga, uh, who made like the five pointed paper star back in the early 1900s, um, so that's kind of like where they assumed that it it all kind of started. And it started off as like a simple green lan- uh green paper lantern. So um, originally, it was called like the Green the Green Lantern
3: Festival, I think, um, but something kind of basic. Like this
1: And then it sort of ballooned into these multifaceted,
3: brilliant displays that they show every single year. Um And yeah, it it's kind of like a um.
1: This also sort of this whole tradition um is also again in the first like nine days that lead up to uh to the masses that start on you know on the on the sixteenth of December, um just in that sort of general area um, very sort of set within that Christian idealism of of you know, going to mass for uh, for Christmas and having a way to celebrate um that is sort of uniquely your own so yeah it wasn't wasn't a big topic but there were kind of these neat little things that
3: folks do from year to year and some of the some of the stuff that i had sort of um crossed over so thats uh, that is that That's
0: really cool yeah Mm -hmm. all right then i guess we shall wrap up Mm -hmm. merry christmas merry
2: Merry christmas merry Merry
0: holidays holidays. merry holiday
2: (laughs) don't let the krampus find you or (laughs) or wim hof because he'll just drown you in a lake
1: don't don't let wim hof in your house
2: don't let him drown you in a lake. He'll talk you into doing a plunge with him, and the next thing you know, your corneas will freeze.
1: Don't forget to leave the hot
3: tub on for Wim off.
2: Yeah. Tell him <laughs> it's a cold plunge.
3: Oh, God. Cool. All right, all right, all right.
2: My husband is abandoning me to go watch Godzilla. Oh. I mean, I don't know what you expect. I I mean, he did invite me. I just said, no, thank you. (laughs) That's it for this week. Next week, we'll be back with another exciting
0: episode about what I'm not 100% sure yet. So we'll find out together. As always, links, pictures, and additional information can be found on our website at thehumanexception.com. Keep up with all things exceptional. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at TheHumanException. Have a story you want us to cover, want to tell us that we're wrong, or you just want to say hi, you can email us at thehumanexception at gmail.com. And to get on the fun, you can come join our Discord server. Link can be found on our contact page. Keep on being exceptional, my humans, and have a wonderful weekend.